1: To the It's Always Draft Season Podcast. Part of the Packing Up Podcast Network. Stands of Eric DaCosta and Hot Draft. Addicts,
2: perhaps, Mason, I'd sure. say. Yeah. Jake here, yeah. Mason
1: Thompson with me. Mason, how are you doing? We are about to finish this up, this this kind of five year um, kind of draft timeline reset. Kind
2: yeah, of excited to finish it. Get a uh, get to start on the next draft class. Uh... Excited because I finally moved into an apartment at Whitewater, kind of getting ready for football season to start, both in college and NFL. So, yeah, excited. It's that time of the year. Yeah, you're going to see is. Romeo, Romeo.
1: <laughs> there for out the art thou, Romeo. We yes. know where he is. He's Moss and Eric Stokes. Early on, I'm sure we're going to be talking as well about just camp and the rookies yeah. in general, and probably second year, third year. We may have a leap show. Maybe yeah. that's something we'll we'll, we'll work on as, as we traverse through August. But finishing this up here, 2022 NFL Draft, it's going to look similar in some aspects. There are a few picks that were legitimately the same. Um, however, uh. Uh, there were some other things that took a different direction, and it, it should be fun to traverse through here. I had the odds again. <laughs> um, so you know, make the Jaguars, you know, finish this, finish this thing off for them. They've got a great roster. And if you guys have not been keeping up with that, I encourage you to follow me at Jake NFL Draft, follow Mason at Thompson22 Mason on Twitter. I will have us both, as you hear this, post the like doc tomorrow that has the teams updated with the rosters, all the drafts you can look through to see the like what we did and and how the teams look. So you can go through that uh, tomorrow. We'll post that on both of our Twitter accounts. But the Jaguars have done a lot of great things. Uh, They've built the receiver room. Gallup and Lamb looking good there. Michael Anwenu helping the offensive line. I'm just going to finish the offensive line rebuild for Jacksonville here. I'm not taking Trayvon Walker. I'm going to take Evan Neal. And my thought process was this. I think there are some potentials right now in their tack room like cam robinson walker little Juwan taylor taylor hasn't really figured it out he's been hurt at times maybe walker little shows something this year uh they did obviously sign cam robinson to an extension however there's some uncertainty maybe on the interior you know how long does sheriff stay i'm just going to build this up completely and like i said evan neal play both sides you can kick robinson inside if little and taylor don't pan out neither of them you still have a hole so and and even to kind of look ahead to next year the offensive line class looks a little meh right now um it could change but I'm just going to get Evan Neal secure again either a blindside or you know uh right tackle one of the two uh for Trevor Lawrence get Evan Neal in house I really like where the Jaguars are at in this rebuild that we've done
2: So, Detroit at number two, it's like Aiden Hutchinson. We're going to kind of stick with that you. are going to keep him here in Michigan. Uh, Similar situation Detroit is in this kind of uh, different world as they are in real life. We have not really added anyone to their pass rush situation, so they still got the Aquara brothers, still got Charles Harris. You're going to keep Aiden Hutchinson, and you're also going to keep Josh Paschel in this scenario. So, we're just going to keep it set the way it is.
1: Yeah. Hard to, hard to argue with that Houston Texans at three. This was difficult. You could just literally stick with Derek Stingley. This team has been gutted a little bit uh, with this redraft. They've lost John Grenard. They lost Davis mills. Right. So like, Oh, they could go quarterback, but like really at three in this class, I don't think so. So they got Dexter Lawrence. That's, that's their only, I believe, selection uh, to this point. <laughs> Let's just build a defensive line. I'm going to take Kayvon Thibodeau here sl- slightly over Stingley just because I think the way Clowney kind of brought the franchise forward when they picked him, I think Kayvon Thibodeau has the same like skill set and talent overall to and I do think, as well versed and as well spoken as he is, like as he went through the draft process, that just feels like a guy who's going to come in and embrace the idea that, like, I'm a leader as a rookie, and I can help this defense a lot, um, especially next to Dexter Lawrence. That'll be a lot of fun to see those two kind of paired up uh, in this dream world we've created. But that's that's just why I lean Thibodeau there. I still think, again, he was a top two player uh in this class so that's just where i was at i that was just personal preference obviously right now in this we're swinging so there's no like technically there's no right or wrong answer here
2: so number four with the jets uh looking at their roster we have just fields now so we have an upgrade at quarterback you're most likely going to keep race Hall in this scenario unless one of us takes a running back late which we'll see Receiver, you could get one of those guys at 10 again, so we're going to keep off there for now. Um, My only concern here was between a tackle and just keeping Sauce, and I thought that we could potentially get one later down in the line, so I kept Sauce here to pair with Jair, and then you also have your addition of Antoine Winfield to go along with Jordan Whitehead and Ashton Davis in your safety room. So that secondary is looking really nice. Uh, We'll have to see if the pass rush – uh, gets another addition later. Key if they keep Jermaine Johnson. Maybe not. We'll see it later on down the road.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, again, a lot of picks benefit a ton uh in this in this redraft. And the Jets have done just that. Giants at five. Obviously, no Evan Neal here and no Kayvon Thibodeau. So we're getting two new names uh in big blue. First of two is gonna be Iki Aquano. I mean, if you can't get Neil, I think you have to get a Quano here. Giants need that. Uh, they currently sit with, I mean, at least a little bit of help, and on the offensive line, and they've got uh, Elton Jenkins. Oh yeah, Elton Jenkins. I moved him. That's right. Yeah. So they're they're kind of loaded. Center's not maybe the best. But you get Andrew Thomas, Icky and Elton Jenkins. That's really, really good. Their defense has some studs all over it, too. And you have Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones. So, you know, you got two quarterbacks who can, who can make things happen on the move as well. So you don't have to necessarily, Dable has, you know, kind of an insurance there. If uh, Lamar does go down, you have a quarterback who's capable enough of making some things happen. So, but again, you build the line with Thomas and Iquanu that's a scary duo even uh, maybe just as much if not more than than it is with with neil and thomas so i I like that move for the giants and then they got one coming up here that i really liked at
2: seven so the carolina panthers number six Uh, obviously they don't get dicky here because he went back before the giants uh that leaves a kind of large hole at one of their tackle spots um (sighs) unfortunately i was not the biggest charles cross band as uh, we talked about during our pre-draft process. So I'm going to go a different direction here. They were not able to keep uh, J.C. Horn in this scenario. So right now your defense, uh, your cornerback room is Dante Jackson and Kalon Barnes just because Rashawn Belvin retired today. So that's a big hole in there. So we're going to kind of go a different route here and take Derek Stingley just to be their number one corner to kind of pair with Dante Jackson. Uh, the Panthers are really kind of, struggling right now because if you look at it they were one of the teams that had a few good players later on in the second and third rounds that kind of got taken away so uh their tag all position their receiver positions not looking great yeah it's kind of <laughs> rough for them right now yeah they lost let's see
1: they lost brian burns they lost dj moore it's tough it's tough do got cj Gardner johnson oh they did lose chin too that's right that's yeah. that's tough yeah they they, they got some yeah, they got some work to do. Um, but New York Giants back up at seven. Now, now we're talking here because, like I said, the defense has some studs on it. Still, uh, they were able to get Josh Allen on the edge uh, in, in the nineteen draft. I just loved the idea of pairing up, especially again their corner room. Not the best. Rakison's solid enough. He's proven himself for a year. Like to see it again though. I just didn't like. I could have taken Booth, I guess. I really liked Booth. But I like Hamilton more. So the idea of a Kyle Hamilton, Javon Holland safety duo sounds incredible. That's insane. So I took I took Kyle Hamilton here for the Giants. I think Aquano and Hamilton, much like I think Neil and Thibodeau will be, I think those two are guys who can be culture changers as well. So either way, even though the Giants miss out on two guys. That just shows you again, like yeah, what we thought of the, the Giants did in the first round. Like they got two of potentially the top three players. So but here again, Aquano and Hamilton, a pretty good consolation prize for the Giants. Yes, so it's been good. absolutely, like we said, massive winners uh in this redraft timeline.
2: Atlanta at number eight originally took Drake London. We kind of both were not the biggest Drake London fans out of the I like top ten. Do you, have, do you have any rebuttal there? You kind of gave a look. I mean,
1: I had London at
2: wide receiver too. So, fair. Um, but I thought it would be interesting to have like Garrett Wilson paired with uh, Debo. I like that Calvin guy. Ridley when he comes back. Byron, Fry, oh, he's right. You got, they have Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, like, just, I mean, depending on who the quarterback is,
1: I mean, it's Mariota.
2: It's Mariota, but. unless Reader slides, but um, yeah. Uh, spoiler we'll to, alert
1: not happening.
2: Uh, spoiler alert not happening, which uh, Mason didn't really think about that this spot, honestly, but...
1: Hey, listen, the group is fine. Like, this, yeah. this is very much a, in a Ravens position as well. Oh, yeah. They are loaded everywhere, especially the skill positions. Oh, yeah. Because of what you've done with with adding Garrett Wilson, like I would have, I wouldn't have been mad if you took Booth here. I think that would have made a lot of sense as well. Oh well, yeah. Um, But I love it. I, I Samuel Wilson and Pitts with Jonathan Taylor's just, it's, that's insane. I love that.
2: And then when once Ridley comes back,
1: <laughs> yeah. And once Ridley comes back, you got, yeah, that's, it's crazy. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at nine. I just, I, nah, this felt like just don't change it. I think you have to get this third tackle here. Tackle three. Uh, um, yeah. I just, their tackle room's not good. Their guard room has Damian Lewis, but like their offensive line is not good. Like this could have been Linderbaum. Maybe yeah. should have been Linderbaum, but I'm going to take the premium position first or the more premium position I should yes. say first. Because I think Cross still good enough to be a starting tackle and a, a, at least a good one at that in the NFL, gotta protect Drew Lock. Uh, this is gonna be a a big time evaluation year in Seattle. It's gonna be even even bigger one based on what they have on this new timeline. Like they're this is a rough team. Uh, so it's it's Bradley Chubb and, and not much else. Tyler Lock, yeah. I guess. Like they're yeah, but we'll see how it goes for them. Like I said, I think Abe Lucas, Stone Forsyth, Charles Cross will be at least. Compelling to watch
2: uh, for this group. The Jets up again at number 10, originally taking Garrett Wilson off the board, two picks before um, we're in a stick receiver here. It's not going to be Drake. Butler, though. So they did already lose Elijah Moore to the Packers uh, the year prior. So they're really just sticking along here with Corey Davis. You still got Denzel Mims and you got Braxton Berrios. That's it. Um, so I decided to add the real speedster of the group in Jamison Williams, although he won't be healthy per se the first few weeks. Um, we're just going to throw him in there. I just Justin Fields can get it to him. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said.
1: Yeah, I I like that group at receiver. I think he gives you, obviously gives you a lot of what Elijah Moore can do, which is huge, but also has, more prove, has proved more to play outside like a Garrett Wilson. So I think it gives you as much as you can a replacement for those two as close as you possibly can. I should say to getting those two. So yeah, I like the jets with the jets have, and they can be like you said, like the lions with Williams, the jets can also be patient, which is huge. Um, Yeah. New Orleans saints at 11. So they lost. Uh, I believe. Yeah, they did lose uh, Eric McCoy. Right. They did. Yes. Yeah, they lost Eric McCoy. Um, so Tevin Jenkins has joined the fold here, um, which is good. Jan- Jenkins and Ramchek like that group. Center Calvin Throckmorton, I don't love that. So, in that spirit, uh, with two, I think tackles that are in place that should be good. I think you move Ramchek over to the left side. Kind of talked about that in the previous episode. Their defense is still good. This was Tyler Linderbaum all the way. And I know Mason was very ticked about this, and we'll get to it. But, like, the Saints needed this. This is perfect for them. Uh, Linderbaum should get drafted this high. He's that talented. Second-level assassin, elite athlete. Like, this is perfect for the Saints They in their new need at center.
2: I just want to say, like, before the Lions pick, like, we do – Sometimes, like, Jake and I will, like, literally just talk on the Google Sheets, yep. the the spreadsheet, and we'll I'll just be, like, sir, and I'll just say dot, dot, dot after. Yep. Like, so it happened with the Falcons first when he took Hamilton at seven. Yep. And then this one with Linderbaum, I thought, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get Linderbaum for the Lions. <laughs> it's going to be great because ragnow has gone. Yeah. I, like, went to back to work, and I looked at this sheet all of a sudden. I'm like, oh. Linderbomb's gone. Yeah. Lovely. But it's okay, Lions fans, because you still got a top 10 talent and Zion Johnson. Love that uh, pick. Jonah Jackson's gone. So I felt like that would be kind of a better situation. Um, I know that receiver could have potentially been in a potential option. Uh, but I still like those, even without another receiver, I still like those four with Chart, Cephas, St. Brown, and Reynolds. Um, so yeah. the interior of the offensive line needed some work pretty bad. So that's kind of the route. I took. Yeah. I mean, with the
1: lions, I think it's like, Oh, you've sacrificed the op- opportunity to get a receiver, but also like during this process, your offensive line still pretty good. Maybe yeah. not as good. You're missing a key, <laughs> key position. Um, yeah. But the secondary looks a lot better. You've got kind of your quarterback of the defense as well. Like, it's, it's a good group, and you know, you can always get receiver, you can get receiver yes. any year, you know, <laughs> maybe not a Jameson every year, but well, um, yeah, no. we'll see. But yeah, I do remember that thinking I picked Linderbaum, and like after I typed it in, I'm like, oh my gosh, the Lions needed this guy. I forgot about that. I literally wonder if Mason thought he, I was gonna just take Olave at 11. Oh man. Yeah, that was that was that was a funny funny moment. That was an all caps message it was. It was Mason was not pleased. Um and there were some other ones down the road we'll get to those, but Yeah. You know, Eagles at 13. Uh this just like yeah, quarterback but also but also <laughs> Jordan Davis. Like I could have taken Brees, I guess. I could have gone Edge. I thought Edge looked okay with this team enough. And yeah. Oh. I'm early for a linebacker, maybe Devin Lloyd. I'm like, eh, maybe Scene would have made sense. I just like the idea of having Jordan Davis there. I, we don't yeah. know how long Fletcher Cox is going to play. We don't. Yeah, Hargrave's good. Milton Williams is a good move piece pretty much along the line. If you could get Hargrave and Jordan Davis there for the foreseeable future, I think that's something you have to secure every time. So that was the thought process. Keep, keep this pick the same Eagles like this kind of stuff. They love to load up their defensive line. I'm not going to change that philosophy.
2: Yeah. Uh, my original plan was to ask you to you add any thought about quarterback here, but you already got that out of the way. So uh, no, looks like it's Minshew versus strong. I'm okay with me. I, I think the Eagles should be totally
1: okay. And here's why like in this new timeline, they still have yeah. two firsts next year, yeah. by the way. So they should be okay. Roll it with Minshew. Uh, you have the Saints pick as well. Eh, it might be a little bit a little bit higher yeah. uh, than yours. But <laughs> you should yeah. be not great uh, enough, I think, to get. And, like, <sighs> everything else is in place. Like, your offensive line looks good. Yes, McCoy's going to be playing guard for you. You have Slater and Lane Johnson. Like, Iuke's on your roster as well. Like, you don't have A.J. Brown, unfortunately, but, like, the roster looks solid. Like, they could use a little help in the secondary. That's always a thing with them. But bad enough, you package you and the Saints pick to get up and get potentially one of the quarterbacks.
2: So, the first of the Baltimore selections, um, again, Jordan Davis would fit really well here. Um, The only other option I really had here was Edge, but I thought – it wasn't really a good time, potentially. Um, I could have taken Jermaine Johnson, but like they, this is like a, the team for a guy like Trent McTrent, McDuffie. So that just that trio of McDuffie, Peters, Humphrey, and then you still have Marcus Williams and Chuck Clark, and then you have Jalen Armold Davis uh, coming back to you. So it's it's a nice secondary, still probably one of the best in the league. Um, maybe think about linebacker but again they have a pick down below that they could potentially get one at so yeah yeah
1: yeah i like that idea i I think the next guy also would have been in consideration for me but i do like the idea of like mcduffie does just scream yes baltimore raven which i feel like a lot of people were mocking him there anyway just because like yeah that just just felt correct um Houston Texans. So, like, this is very much like Houston Texans are kind of still in this boat, obviously, where it's like, okay, just get good players. Got Thibodeau at three. This was no-brainer after passing on a corner, getting Andrew Booth here at 15, at least in my opinion. Uh, The ball skills are off the charts. Um, There's been some great stuff out of camp already about him chirping with guys. He picked off a pass yesterday.
2: The Amir Smith-Marset. Yeah, he was
1: was John at Amir Smith-Marset today. Like, there's he just feels like the guy who's going to step in and be like, this is the, the, this side of the field is he's going to be, he should be called the phone booth um, (laughs) because that's how much room teams are going to have to throw against him. Very little. So uh, that's a new nickname. If Andrew Booth, if you're listening um, but that's, he's going to be that guy for the Texans in this timeline.
2: Uh, So I had mentioned like it was too early, potentially for a pass rusher for Baltimore. Um, If you look at Washington's, S-Rushers, though, outside... Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Outside of Montez, but you have Shaka Tony, Casey Tuhill, and James Smith-Holmes. So, so right. get a guy like Jermaine Johnson here, again, maybe a little bit early, but like there was talks about him going top five for the actual draft, so that was interesting. But, like, pairing Jermaine Johnson with Montez Sweat, and then you've got those guys on the interior as well. Um, again, it's like, it's like Washington's whole team in general. It's like, pick a Pick a need, there's not really a need, it's just kind of like which of these um positions is kind of like mid-like it's in real life, it's in this world as well. It's just weird.
1: Yeah, like so I I do think that is funny. You're like, ah, oh, the Ravens could take when they don't have but like also the Ravens have Owe on yes. their team, and I feel like Owe might already be better than Sweat, which is like maybe crazy yeah. to say, but like I just feel like Sweat has not proved to be that guy, he's kind of still this toolsy type rusher who's again, he's just so tall. It's, it's very hard for him to play the leverage game. Uh, so I, I think it made a lot of sense. I know Mason was kind of like, should I take Walker or Johnson? Remember that he was kind of having that debate as well. It was like, I would, I think I, and I think Mason was probably leaning this way anyway, but I think leaning Polish yeah. over, you know, that athleticism project thing for, for Washington, who already experienced what that looks like, I think made sense to them as well. So, yeah. At least in theory here, we're still swinging. Like, we don't even know. This is the fun part about 2022. It's like, we, we just don't know about any of these guys. But we will take now 16 picks in, a short break, and we'll be back with 17 through
2: 32.
0: We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com/packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com/packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal.
1: All right here. So pick 17 through 32, the Los Angeles Chargers are on the clock. The good news for the Chargers is they, despite losing a lot, and I mean a lot (laughs) of top players because of this exercise, they've still hung on to the fact that they have Derrison Smith at the tackle spots. They've got Darnell Savage, uh, and they managed to hang on to Asante Samuel Jr., Uh, from this past draft that we did. Um, They do have Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Love that for them. Um, And they do have Tua. So it's it's very interesting how they're kind of set up. I mean, they've same receiver room plus Jefferson. Even though Samuel is there, I don't like the idea of not having JC Jackson. So my thought process was, oh, maybe Booth will be there is not. Um, So next up is Kyrie. Elam who has a ton of press experience. I think he can play plenty of off coverage if he wants to. I think he's good enough closing. Just show me that you can tack a little bit better in Staley's scheme. And I think he'll fit just fine. And I, I do think the secondary looks very solid. Obviously no Derwin James hampers you, but the safety room woods Savage and, and Adderley isn't bad per se. So I think the chargers overall, even though they have lost Herbert, Slater, Derwin James, they have come out of this okay. We'll see, but I I'm optimistic about how the Chargers did, yeah. despite what they have been has been ripped from their hearts, basically.
2: Um, Tennessee at 18. We're gonna keep the same pick here with Jalen Burks. Um, looking at the roster now, it's a fantastic trio of things uh, at your receiver position. You we added Rashawn Bateman there. So if you add Traylon Berkster, you have Robert Woods. you got the combo of Robert Woods and Kyle Phillips in the slot. Oh you got Dez Fitzpatrick and Nick Westbrook-Akine uh, as your kind of fifth and sixth options there. So I felt like that was a kind of easy selection there to make. Obviously, Tennessee has a few holes, namely at tackle because they don't seem to like Dylan Redoon's at right tackle for no reason. But, yeah, well, that's that's been talked about.
1: <laughs> that is an interesting group i think the that's only it. thing i would have considered maybe other is like carloftis
2: yeah perhaps no, we added Grenard,
1: so you did you did i the receiver room is crazy woods yeah. bateman burks plus phillips i mean yeah that's 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 wild um saints up at 19 this pick was trevor penning guess what though I feel really good about getting (laughs) Olave eight picks later than they selected him plus Linderbaum. So like we're chilling saints, big winners from this one. They get, they get Linderbaum to replace McCoy. And then they still get Olave to uh, put a trio together of Olave, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry for Jameis Winston. So, and Winston will have Ramchek and Tevin Jenkins should Tevin Jenkins be healthy. That's pretty good. I think they're in great shape still, uh, even with like we said they they you know obviously Teron Armstead you lose him in free agency, but I think overall like the Saints are still in a good spot, almost unscathed. Like if you look at the grand scheme of things, so I like what they've come out. These two picks though were crucial. So yes. shout out for the the trade that we thought was dumb. Oh yeah, when it went down, and we talked about it yeah. at length, but this yes. saved them in this in this redraft timeline somehow. So. The thing
2: is, is it's going to work out for both teams in real life as well.
1: It is, if uh, the Saints had gotten a better tackle. Yes, that's
2: not. Uh, I just want to say this real quick. I've seen a few snippets of Jenkins potentially being on the block.
1: That's wild. Uh, I mean, which
2: makes no sense to me. I mean, I get it because it's like a new staff. But like I understand Strange. you just signed Riley Reef and you apparently really like Larry Borum. But it's Tevin Jenkins who are, If you if you develop Tevin Jenkins, he's better than both.
1: I would be calling him I'd be calling the Bears if I oh, yeah. were and we'll maybe talk about this in maybe our next episode or something, but like there are a lot of teams that could absolutely should be calling probably about this. Like Jacksonville should probably be one of them, yeah. honestly. Um, yeah, there are a lot of teams. If he's on the block, like, probably should be calling. New Orleans probably should call, actually. Yes. You
2: know? Yes. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know? Perhaps. Uh, Steelers fans, we're just going to throw I, Kenny I Pickett here. Did this. I mean, where else was I going <laughs> to go? Safety? This. Uh, Safety?
1: Safety? You know, I didn't look at Pittsburgh's roster because I knew I weren't, wasn't picking for them, but, like.
2: um, You're going to get back pickings.
1: Corner probably would have been nice, I think. But I mean, you've taken, I guess, yeah. is a fair, like, argument, I guess. But. Safety's, like, the only. Safety. Yeah. Yeah. Throw another tackle in there. Maybe. I mean, we. I've trashed their offense. A mark. better quarterback, perhaps.
2: I mean, yeah, but we don't know. It's Pittsburgh; yeah. they'll figure it out somehow, okay. some way.
1: Okay. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm done okay. talking about this. Doesn't want to talk.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: Their offensive
2: about the line is just. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, are going to miss out on Trent McDuffie here. At 21, I'm going to secure one of their initial picks from the first round in George Karloftis, who I do not believe would get to 29 or 30, I should say. Well, he did it. OK, we'll talk about that. Um, I just yeah, I just couldn't pass up the opportunity. I, the Chiefs need help on the edge. This is a defense that needs to get needs to get better. They didn't get a chance to get anybody really on the offensive line. Uh, they have a chance to maybe do so at the end, but I wouldn't pick any of them over Karloftis at this point. So secure that guy, get him working with Frank Clark, and hopefully you get to develop this guy in, into, into maybe. A, I think it's very unfair to estimate a 15-sack guy. I would just like to see an 8-11 to 11 out of him. A, a Ryan Kerrigan of sorts would be excellent and just hope that maybe a couple of years you get more than that.
2: Yeah, so the first – I had both backers picks, which – You did. Yay me. Um, you did. Quay Walker was the pick here. We More so me, was not really a fan of that selection more than you. Um, so, if you look, we have the Isaiah Simmons kind of hybrid kind of situation going on between oh, linebacker safety. Um, we added Ryan Burns. Our receiver inside-end situation is a lot better than – is currently. Um, unfortunately, there is a kind of hole at one of our guard spots because Elton Jenkins is gone. Uh, so we're going to add in Kenan Green here, who can, who is a, who has a lot of guard tackle facility. Obviously, you want him at guard more than tackle, but now you have added in. You're going to keep Sean Ryan and Zach Thomas, so it's like you're really loaded up on offensive line for this draft, if you agree with that.
1: Yeah, I don't hate the idea of him playing tackle, actually, at all. Um, I think he did pretty well against Will Anderson, other than he got maybe push-pull once or twice. Overall, though, I thought the footwork was good enough. I think if you're going to put anybody out – I mean, I think I'd rather have him out there than Tom, just based on size in general. Um, But I do think – I agree. In this scenario – you can plug him in at a guard spot with Runyon and hope that tackle gets filled. That's a weird strategy. I'd like to build out in. Yes. But I understand the pick because I think if the Packers were going to go offensive line in this, you have to go there. Maybe yeah. you could take Tyler Smith. Maybe. There are a lot. Of, I, I trust the guy with better technique. Uh, yeah. In Kenyon Green. So, okay. Bill's at 23. Uh, we got everything, really. Um, we have Diggs and Metcalf with Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, we're gonna get Khalil Shakira as well. Offensive line's not great, but it's not bad. Uh, you got Barmore added to this team, you added Roquan Smith, you added Derwin James. <laughs> okay, we're looking great. You know what? Feel good about it. Let's take the quarterback here. Uh, it's it's got some maybe Daniel Jones plus vibes here oh. with, with Desmond Ritter, Daniel Jones, but the good parts. Uh, I think the decision making and, and reading out progressions is a lot better with the added little bit of athleticism. If you want to just try the QB run game a little bit, if you want to hold on to that, even with Dable out of the way uh, and uh, on on to New York for in the Big Apple, but like
2: it's the same scheme though yeah, because
1: they I, yeah. So, I I think Ritter here, like, you're going to be good. I don't know. I mean, they could be bad with Case <laughs> I just feel like they'd be okay enough with Keenum yes. where they're going to be in the middle. So, like, just swing here. I think this is the best quarterback prospect to swing at, in the, and you're in the 20s. So, I was okay with this. I, I kind of wanted it for the Ravens, but then I'm like, ah, oh, the Bills are in the same boat. I can't just, like, favor the Ravens. Even though yeah. we are DeCosta Sands on this
2: podcast. Yes. Um uh, Dallas. Now, so this was interesting because like I, I originally had a different selection here. Uh I, I originally had a receiver here because they did lose they have lost Art Cooper, C D Lamb, Michael Gallup to uh to Arlington South, Southeast in Jacksonville. Um So I thought about like maybe a John Dotson here, uh, but looking at like the defensive line and the edge, both, I felt like now was probably the time for Trayvon Walker to finally go because outside of DeMarcus Lawrence, obviously you're going to keep Sam Williams if he can keep his head on straight, that is. Um, So we're going to add Trayvon Walker to the fold here. There's a few guys on your interior that make a, a bit of sense. You got Neville Gallimore and Osa. So kind of adding Trayvon here, kind of it's, it's going to be a lot better on the interior for Dallas than mm-hmm. it has. Uh,
1: is this picking Tyler Smith, but on defense?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: okay. okay.
2: Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: I just thought of that about it, it. took me a second, but like, as you were, as soon as you started talking about, it, I'm like, yeah, you basically picked Tyler Smith, but. um, So. Ravens at 25 this is where I thought oh maybe Desmond Ritter who makes sense I, I I thought about Malik Willis guys I thought about it but like there's it's such a stark difference between Lamar as a passer and Willis as a passer right now the Lamar's process is not given enough credit for how quick he can work to things and boy Malik Willis looks like he's lumbering with a wide base as he tries to get to the reads and it's just There's so much to that. I'm going to, I'm going to stand pat with Tyler Huntley Ravens fans. Um, There's a lot there for Tyler Huntley to make things happen a lot. And the team looks great. So I'm just going to add another stud because that's what the Ravens do. Uh, (laughs) So we're going with Devin Lloyd here uh yeah Devin Lloyd Malik Harrison JOK at your linebacker spots JOK might be able to do some safety overhang stuff as well there there's a lot you can do you can they, they've done a lot of things with Tys Bowser where they kind of drop him yeah. to be the jack the Sam type and you can do that with Lloyd as well like just the options this defense has on the back seven is so tantalizing I just love I love the idea of Lloyd on this defense so it was too much. Uh, for me to pass that up I, I went through a lot Mason I don't know if Mason saw me doing this I went to like three different picks here and it was tough it was a tough tough deal because I wanted the Ravens to get Desmond Ritter but didn't happen yeah so I think this is the next best thing like your roster's freaking good uh just get that QB and, and I'll be forgiven maybe I mean you could trade for Jimmy G if you want to. Yeah.
2: Um, option. There's a lot more Jimmy G options in this world.
1: <laughs> like, like, so what I mean is like, you can trade for him and just take a good player here because you're not going to yeah. be able to trade for like, Oh, we need a linebacker. Let's trade for one. Like nobody's gonna be like, yeah, here, yeah. Here's, here's a stud linebacker for you. So like, like, you know, if there's a veteran available while we wait for the guy, we're going to be in good shape with our roster.
2: So the third Jets selection, obviously Jermaine Johnson is gone uh, was ten picks ago, uh, so that is not going to happen anymore for the Jets. Uh, we've taken the <laughs> we've taken the um, corner and we've taken the receiver. So we're gonna there's a very very large hole at your right tackle spots uh, because I would not really want Shuma Hidoga playing as my starting right tackle to go along with George Fant. So, it's not great, but we're going to take Trevor Penning. Um, he's going to slide in probably immediately at right tackle. Uh, going to endure some growing pains, uh, which Justin Fields is going to deal with anyways behind the Chicago Bears offensive line this year. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> Jake Baseball. We
1: should have um, taken a quantum at four.
2: There. That's
1: my bad. Gosh doing this to fields. Unbelievable. Yeah, fair, I can't fair. I not believe this. Putting penning out there to uh, Jets gonna have Jets gonna have that scouting staff. We're looking hard at tackles next year. Anyway,
2: don't worry, they'll get Skaransky or the no, the BYU guy. Come on. Again, break Blake Freeland. Love it. Yeah. Jalen Duncan? Jalen Duncan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you'll get one of them.
1: Oh, that was it. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh so, to pick 27, Jaguars traded here with, with Tampa Bay. Come up and get Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd's not here. Also, they're going to be hanging on to Chad Mooma anyway, so I would not like to take two linebackers. Thank you very much. I'm not going to do what the Jaguars did, even though Lloyd's better. Uh, this is where it was like, oh, why didn't you take an edge rusher at the top? Well, I'll just take Arnold W. Katie here. I think Mesa was very upset about this uh, with the Packers Uh-oh. waiting one pick later. But I... I think Arnold Ebicady paired with Rashawn Gary. You don't know if Calevon on chase is going to be doing anything. Like, I, I just think Katie and Gary will be fun in Jacksonville. You've invested like you do often do in the uh, defensive line, but the offensive line is still good because you've taken Neil at one. So I really, again, Jaguars, big-time winners. We'll talk about this at the end, but, like, consistently getting top talent.
2: So the second Green Bay selection. We've we've kind of done we some. have
1: changed like three picks in the, we've... the while we've been recording the second half of this, because there's a certain player who's like, he probably should be in the first. Um yes.
2: Oh um,
1: wait, okay. I have I have an idea. You have the solution. I think so. So this should be that, right? Because they don't have Yes. Okay. yes. So then does that change what you do with him? Are you going to take him here? pro yeah. They'll still get him. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Talk about uh, this dude the Packers took, and I'll I'll
2: change it. Okay. I mean, they added they added one of those, Jake. What? Party.
1: Oh, or, yeah. Wait. Okay. You know I what? I mean, you could still probably use them though. Oh, based on what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you're still going to get... Yeah. Yes.
2: So anyways, uh, <laughs> after Ebba Kenny went, I was uh, kind of furious.
1: Oh, wait. Okay.
2: You're wait a saying, minute. Yeah, wait a Alex. minute. Wait a minute. Wait a
1: minute. All right. I figured this out. I figured this out. I figured this out. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. Yes, I have. I have oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured this yes. out.
1: Yep. Yep. We're good. Okay. We got it. We got it. What are you doing? What do you mean? Look at the team. Look at the team. Look at the team. Remember, they don't have. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They don't have. uh, Okay. okay. Well, they have. Yeah, yeah, but they don't have the other guy. Okay. He's in Denver, right? He's in other guys in Denver, right? That makes sense. No, okay. It makes sense. It makes sense now. We're fine. (laughs) We, (laughs) we're good. We're good.
2: Through through the minds of Jake and Mason, we got it. We got it. This is this is good. We got to figure it out. So, anyways, after Abaketti went at twenty-seven, Mason was not very happy. Not one bit, because Abaketti and Gary would have been. No, um, even with the addition to, with Isaiah Simmons as that linebacker safety hybrid, we're going to take a safety for Green Bay, which you and I both wanted. We're clamoring for we're, it was what we expected. Uh, it's not. I expected, be guy, well,
1: though. I expected the other guy, but.
2: Well, yes, we both expected the other guy. We're going to okay. take the scene here. Uh, it's <laughs> the scene Amos Simmons. It's nasty. And then you got Stokes. Obviously, the, the – Jair's not here, so it's not – could potentially think corner here, but, like, the corners were kind of off the board for, like, what I wanted to have, for what I wanted to have. Yeah,
1: I mean, but one like, of the corners has now been picked by three teams as we've moved this around, so. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going yet. Um,
2: yeah, it's all next. Nice. Yeah. But I thought that scene paired with Amos, and then you got Simmons to kind of do whatever Simmons wants to do pretty much. It works. And you're probably gonna still get Quay Wyatt and Devontae Y.
1: Yeah. This is true. You are going to get both <laughs> Packers get four three Georgia defenders. You love to see it. Yes. Um so <laughs> okay. Honestly, legitimately, look at look at Kansas City's corner room. Tell me you couldn't flip twenty-nine and thirty, though.
2: Or is it Oh god.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like that's my thing. Like what's New England's cor- Okay, we're we're trying to art. Oh, it's not it's not good either. Okay. Um uh, No, I, I think we leave it. I think we leave it. It's yeah. Fine. Okay. So, um the Both Patriots are I right. couldn't decide because I feel like they've been the Patriots have been gutted a little bit offensively on the, on their on their line and i do think tyler smith has enough tools to be a top 32 selection at a premium position at tackle so i thought okay patriots could do that here um, we have put tyler smith question mark on like three parts of this trying to figure out where he's going to <laughs> land he's not landing with the patriots though we initially had that yes. um twice maybe i don't know numerous <laughs> times the the patriots need a corner they do and I'm comfortable going with Kyler Gordon here. I know the athletic testing wasn't what we potentially hoped. I still think he is technically very sound and that's something that Bill Belichick would like on his defense. I know Bill Belichick can somehow thrive with like cheap dudes at the position. Malcolm Butler's back somehow Jalen Mills like does things for them. I don't understand how Uh, they are going to get Marcus Jones as well, but I think Kyler Gordon Again, doesn't come with the injury stuff that Jones does. Jones has a shoulder issue, right? I yes. believe that's what it
2: is. Yes,
1: but still, you get Marcus Jones in the third as a potential return guy as well. Bill i loves special teams; he'll be an assassin there. I Kyler Gordon makes sense. You're in that. You're in the AFC. There's a lot of ascending powers. Get get secondary out.
2: So Tyler Smith, after being part of four teams, it seems like finally goes. Uh to Kansas City at I wanted
1: percentage? I wanted the meme pick so oh, bad. yeah I clamored I for it, guys. We'll talk about it, but
2: well I mean it makes sense either way. Oh,
1: it would have been so good. But,
2: but this makes more sense. So. Tyler Smith, because uh Kansas City, you know, when you draft good, you kind of get torn apart in this world. Yeah. So your current tackles are Andrew Wiley, Lucas Nang, and Prince Tego and Ogo. So he needs means- Ant- we're very
1: anti-capitalist here. You're good at drafting, you're getting gutted. Um, you're gonna fall to the to the middle. Like this is yes. just, just how it goes. That's how we yes. set this up. Um, but you can't cheat the system, so maybe we aren't completely against it. anyway.
2: Go ahead. But Smith will probably align <laughs> at one of the tackle spots, not sure which to. he has to. Um that offensive line does not look. I mean, the interior is decent, it's not awful.
1: My god, Ezra Cleveland and Tyler Smith are like the same. <laughs>
2: them
1: both oh. at tackle. Oh, man. The all tools team at tackle. Holy yes. cow. Holy cow.
2: The end of this was interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, we got to a point and I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, where's Drake London going to go? <laughs> um Because, like, he probably should be first round pick. And just teams have kind of gone elsewhere. I think Dallas maybe could have selected him. Um, but then I remembered because Mason changed off Drake London at 32 for something else that we're going to get to in a second, but I was like, wait a minute, the Bengals. Yeah. They got Jamar chase. They hung on to him, but they don't have T Higgins anymore. So like Drake London to be your new T Higgins. I'm pretty good with that. I I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, You're probably going to keep Daxton Hill now unless the Vikings took him, which they could have. Um, But I I like the idea of Drake London going to play with with Joe Burrow.
2: All right. So Mason's been the real like fun guy for like quarterbacks for no reason.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he did that at 20 as well.
2: Baker man. Oh yeah, you up.
1: did the Baker thing to
2: kick us off.
1: Oh my goodness, that's true. And
2: uh, so Malik Willis is still sitting here, and you and I talked about this like during the pre-draft processes. Like you originally thought at one point that like Malik Willis was gonna be a like just because of the new staff and everything. I did, yeah. And so we're gonna have some fun here. We're gonna throw Malik Willis behind Kirk Cousins because like looking at it, the roster isn't horrific. Obviously, the one of the tackle spots is. But I didn't really think the receivers are. Uh... I mean, come on, now we oh, gotta... listen.
1: I'm ISM hopeful. I'm on the ISM. We've train got the Osborne still, and like...
2: ISM hopes.
1: Listen, when you lose Justin Jefferson, yes. it's not better. It's it's not okay. I think he is probably going to be the best receiver in the NFL at some
2: point. Like, yes, it sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but. It's just I thought we could have some fun to kind of round us off by taking Malik Willis to kind of sit behind Kirk Cousins while Kirk takes the beating from whoever plays right tackle, which looks like it's going to be Vadarian Low. So, yeah.
1: I like that. I, I like it's a fun swing at the end there. Um, The Packers get four guys.
2: <laughs> no, definitely no uh, bias here
1: that was why like honestly like for this it might have been even better to go second and third round just so like players could get picked so like we're not like loading teams up maybe if you guys want to see us do that rather than get ahead of the 2023 draft stuff and kind of the nfl season and talking about rookies and, and sophomores and the late bloomers and all that stuff that we will talk about during the season maybe you want us to see two and three well if you want to let us know um this was fun though, and I think yeah. to kind of round this out, we're going to talk about some winners and some losers. Um, Mason, do you have a couple winners? Uh, I mean, from this, obviously,
2: you look at like New York, the Giants uh, getting Lamar. Obviously, you lose Saquon, but like getting Lamar, you got Andrew Thomas, Icky, e, and Big E. Yeah, that's an easy win. You got G- you've got Holland and Hamilton, which you did. It, yeah. Josh Allen to go along with. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Josh Allen has your pass rusher. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Did yeah. they keep, did they keep, uh, who was their young pass rusher?
1: Ojalari. Yeah. Uh, did anyone pick him? No. I oh got nobody picked him. They kept Ojalari so oh, and Josh Allen. keep him. Oh my gosh. Wait. Giants are winners. The Colts kept pay too, by the way. Yes. Wow, we didn't pick any of the edge rushers in 20. That's wild. Okay. Yeah, the Giants <laughs> are huge, huge winners.
2: Um, I would also say Washington, but because just well Minka, Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh
1: the Niners obviously took a major hit. Um, just as a loser, like looking. At- Really quick. Like, yeah, they got some good players. They hung on to Bo, so they hang on to Lance. Like, they get Mooney Brown and Derek Brown and Denzel Ward. Like, that's good. But like to lose Debo and Ayuk. Yeah. Sucks. Um, like that's a huge loss for them. They lost Fred Warner, too, which is a major one. Like, obviously, like teams like Seattle and Chicago and Houston, like they're obvious losers, right? Because they didn't pick a lot in this. Houston is just rough. Houston's Houston and Seattle are like really bad football teams right now. Um, I mean, you got to think, like, even though they didn't pick a ton in this, Denver's a huge winner here. Yes. And I know they didn't get Sutton and Judy. However, Hollywood Brown and T. Higgins is pretty good consolation to those two. You still have Tim Patrick. You also were able to hang on to Sertan and you fought, you got a right tackle in O'Neill with Billy Turner still there behind him. Like that's still a good team now overall. And yes. could be better, but like, again, nobody's without holes. So like, that's a big time win. I still think mm-hmm. the chargers hung on pretty well. Like we talked about all things considered with how gutted they've been. Yes. Like, the AFC West still looks really good.
2: I mean, it's similar, but it like the Chargers and Baltimore. Like, they
1: lose their quarterback, but like the rest of the team, yep. is stacked. Yeah, Baltimore and Buffalo obviously lost Jackson and Allen. They're still good, like roster-wise. The Raiders still look good. They got Phillips, Chin, McKinney, A.J. Brown, Frank Ragdow, Byron Murphy, also Draymond Jones. So yeah. they added a lot. Right. Obviously, that three pick draft for them was huge because you can land three dudes. And yes. we know and in that draft from now, we know how good yes. players are. Like that's that's three years ago and some change. Obviously, I do think oh, the Dolphins got yeah. Oh yeah. Like upgrading it, it sounds crazy to say they're upgrading from to a, to Jalen Hurts, but it kind of feels like they yes. almost are at this point. Like yes. you almost can't deny it. Like, we'll see what Jalen Hurts is at the very, very least. Like, Jalen Hurts is a player who has proven that he can continue to get better. He's not there yet. You still have Waddle. You got Creed Humphrey, which that's you needed that. Quinn and Williams, Fred Warner, Grant Delpit. You also have now Armstead and Wirfs. Like, Armstead, Wirfs, and Humphrey. I yeah. do not care who your guards are, it yeah. does not matter does not matter to me. Like when you have those guys and they still have Howard Jones, like they're that's loaded. That team is good. Um uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. <laughs> yes, crazy what happens when we know of what the players are and you have a lot of picks. <laughs> hindsight big time winner in this one. Um <laughs> yeah. yeah. I New, New England they kind of lost a little bit. Like I Jones has been better than Mills. Yes, and yeah, they have Sutton and Renfro. Their offensive line just does not look the same. No, uh, without um, without win on it. I just think they just kind of got themselves. I don't know. Mason gave him Renfro. They kind of it stinks because they pick towards the back. So like when you pick towards yeah. the back, like you're gonna get like oh Hunter Renfro's still there because nobody picked him, but he's still good. Like the premium positions didn't fall to you. Obviously, the Jets won. Pittsburgh yeah. lost. I mean,
2: I mean their ball. offensive line got better.
1: Yeah, but you lost Minka. You yeah. lost Deontay Johnson yeah. to the Ravens. By the way, yeah. Like we need to talk about how good like Baltimore and Atlanta are. Um, if they just get a quarterback, yeah. Those are those are Super Bowl teams, uh, with a quarterback and Super Bowl. I team. mean, and a
2: corner for Atlanta. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Atlanta could use a corner. That's true. That's true. Uh, Mason decided to take Garrett Wilson. Uh, Longer pick with, with Andrew Booth on the board. I'm not Laundry pointing back. fingers here. I'm just saying that happened. Uh, we don't know who, who's going to be good. So, like, we'll see. NFC, I mean, Green Bay fans, I think they should be pretty pleased. Uh, you get Isaiah Simmons. You got DJ and Elijah Moore. You got Hawkinson. You lose Gary and Alexander, but like overall, this team still can contend, and that's all we can ask for. The Rams—they look almost the same. Um, oh, wonder why? Wow. Crazy, crazy that that went down. They really didn't get gutted, um, which is wild. But yeah, this was a fun, fun little, uh, fun little journey we went on. Um. <laughs> I'll be I'll be really excited on this timeline to see Baker Mayfield to Pat Fryermuth uh, in Tampa Bay of all places. Good times. Um
2: and you throw in Julio
1: on the receivers list, do you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We should talk about Cleveland with Josh Allen. Like they have Conklin and Becton. Trayvon yeah. Mary. Like that's still it's not bad. Like they Corner have your quarterback is, without a serious yes issue yes a really bad one um but yeah like this was cool like you got to see kind of mason and i's kind of approach to kind of trying to rebuild teams oh the bears do have mac jones yeah they picked mac jones and orlando brown listen when you're gonna pick twice you might as well hit
2: yeah like that you got Um, perhaps the two most important positions
1: will orlando brown stay um that are you paying point him point. a bunch of money? And are you paying him a bunch off? of money, or is he going to request a trade for a third time? I don't know. Good questions. A lot of good questions there. Um, but yeah, this was this was cool. Glad you guys came on the ride with us with this with this uh, five year kind of draft reset. So that was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed, Mason. Where can they follow you
2: and your work? At uh, uh, Thompson Twenty Two Mason on Twitter. Uh, kind of sitting a little bit on writing just to get. Uh, used use the new apartment and everything by schedule, but we'll hopefully find a plays pretty quick. Yep, you can follow me at Jake NFL
1: Draft doing stuff on YouTube and Substack for sure leading up to the season. It's gonna be a lot of stuff on the receiver position, a lot of film breakdowns as we kind of build towards the NFL season, which is, which is coming. And as this podcast will sort of make a shift uh now to the 2023 NFL draft. We will see you guys uh in August. For <laughs> previews like that, so this is the last July episode. So there you go. Um, for Mason and myself, this has been the it's always drafting podcast. I'm in a podcast. Now we will see you guys next week.